Welcome to Nine Bob Note with Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. It's Saturday. It's Nine Bob Note. My name is Paul Isles Rush. And I'm Ken Moss. Well, Ken, it's over to you this week. What have you got for us? I identify as a Korean. <laughs> now, a short while ago during Pride Month, somebody I've never heard of, uh, an influencer, Ollie London, no idea who the guy is. No. Anyway, he came out as a Korean. Right. He's 31 years old, he's white, and he's English. And he's changed his pronouns. So uh, to quote from the Metro, now London has claimed that they are transracial, saying they now have Korean eyes after surgery. He's had 18 surgeries to make him look more like his idol, somebody uh, called Jimin from BTS. From BTS yeah. I only know who BTS are because of Sample of My Pasta, which is a bad lip reading video <laughs> on YouTube and well worth a look. I mean, if that's what he wants to do to himself, and he's uh, clearly spent a lot of money, I was going to say mauling his face, but changing his face to look completely different to how he really is. It's very difficult to know where to start with this one. <laughs> I was going to title this in response to Are Straight People Okay? <laughs> oh my gays. Uh, but I won't go that far. But the, the sort of the, the nub of the, uh, the question here is where identifying yourself as something you might not necessarily be obviously pigeonholed as is there too far? Yeah. I, well, it's a difficult is, question to ask. I don't know whether there's a, a definite answer, but is that going too far? Yes. This is this is just really stupid. This goes back to the uh, again. Don't like to mention his name. Piers Morgan. Oh. <laughs> and he started saying, "Well, from now on, I'm going to identify as a potato peeler." Uh, <laughs> I mean. He's probably got the intelligence of a potato peeler, so, you know, he's halfway there. But you can't just say, I identify as Korean. You can't change your race. You can't change the speed, you know, like with those people who said, oh, well, I identify as a dolphin or, you know, or anything. No, you can say, I, I would like to be Korean. I want to be like this person. And, you know, fair enough. I imagine that probably quite a lot of Korean people would find it highly offensive that he's just had surgery on his eyes, which he then, th <laughs> then therefore makes him think looks, make him, makes him look Korean. I mean, what? <laughs> but your, your race is, or, or, sorry, not even your race, your nationality is where you're born. It's sort of hardwired into you genetically, yeah. and but uh, well, I mean that's that's sort of. I've got to say, I, I think this is ridiculous. It's clearly an attention-seeking stunt, and yeah. the guy's got serious problems. As far as I'm concerned, I'm sure there are people that disagree with me, but it could be argued that you you might you know whatever you do to yourself physically, you can't change biologically whether you are. Underneath male or female. I don't know. It's a whole minefield of a conversation. This is just one of those things. It's leapt out of country mile, not as I identify as Korean, uh, as I desperately want attention or I've got serious 
mental health problems that you, you you cannot you can't carve yourself a new face and say uh hello i have had my skin tattooed black i am therefore a black man now yeah and but there are people who've done that aren't they there, there was seriously yeah there, there was someone and i can't remember which way round it was i assume it was michael jackson <laughs> yeah that was a condition <laughs> oh yes and he never had one bit of reconstructive <laughs> no but yeah, they, they, it really makes a mockery of what trans people go through. Mm, yes. Because when a trans person comes out and, you know, someone, I, I don't know, say Barry from down the road, finally plucks up the courage to come out as trans and say, I am a trans woman and, you know, I'd like you to call me Sheila and I identify as a woman. These are my pronouns. That takes so much guts to do that. But it, it's not something that they're, they're not doing it for attention. They're doing it because they are a woman mm, and they've yes. always been a woman. And it's just that the bi- biology or the doctor, when they were born, who looked between their legs, gave them the wrong gender. And so for then for someone to say, well, well, it's exactly the same thing for me to make my eyes slitty and call myself Korean. <laughs> It's so might be on slightly dodgy ground there. Yeah. Yes, uh, I mean it's it's really no different. It might be a little bit more extreme, but it's no different to blacking up. Yeah, that, that was my initial reaction, you know. And there was a there was a thing quite recently on was was it Doctor Who about the uh, with, where they had Chinese? I know they've done it in James Bond. Oh, that. I mean, this is going back a long way. the The Chinese thing in Doctor Who was a, a series from uh, a serial from 1977 called "The Talons of Wang Chiang." It's widely regarded as one of the all time classics. But in it, uh, one of the actors is uh, is made up to look Oriental, and there, there were special sort of eye, whatever. There was something that they they put on as, as prosthetics. Yeah. But in those days, England was not awash with multicultural actors, so you mm. had certain programs were. I mean, phase, it was by the time you, the eighties rocked around, it was it was largely gone. But you had people that would black up, um, or or that you know they were made up to look a little bit more, um, you know, darker skinned, because there might not necessarily have been an abundance of black actors. They couldn't cast Don Warrington in everything. <laughs> So, uh, you know, and, and Bert Kwok could not be every Chinese character. So periodically, you know, this this happened. People are now revising this historically to be mm. this most horrendously racist thing. And, you know, it shouldn't ever be shown again. It should, ever shouldn't be copied. It should be burned. But you're not looking at it through the eyes of the time. Now, fast forward 10, 20 years later, there were lots of Chinese actors about. Yeah. So obviously then it would have been a bit, it's seriously, mate. Are you you're seriously going to do that rather than just cast somebody Chinese when they're perfectly? So that was the difference. Yeah. So I do. I've got a, a great, great annoyance with anybody that historically revises a lot of old television as racist. It was just the time, and there were reasons for that. Obviously, you do get. You haven't been exposed to it yet. You will in time. Uh, a series <laughs> like Curry and Chips, which was just out and out offensive. I mean, that was, that wasn't even pretending not to be. That's something in a different vein altogether. But yeah, we're straying a little bit off the, I'm a <laughs> Korean from London. Personally speaking, I've got difficulties drawing the boundaries because it's all very well for us to point and laugh. And we are pointing and laughing. But on the other hand, is there any real difference between him? 
and somebody having uh, a transitional surgery from a man to a woman or a woman to a man, if that's what they truly believe. This guy, I, I personally think that he's just got either serious mental problems or deep-rooted desire. So he is an influencer, for God's sake. It's not even a job. It's just, I. what's your job? YouTube. It's not a job, mate. Yeah, yeah. The difference is a Korean is a person from Korea. Agree. That's, yes. that's the only definition <laughs> of it. Whereas when you're talking about gender, there's all different kinds mm. of things that come. Yeah, you know. that's, that's a good point. But, yes. So you can you can't say I identify as Korean unless you come from Korea, because you don't <laughs> because you can't identify as Korean because you don't come from Korea. You come from England, mate. And ninety percent of Korean people would find it horrifically offensive that you've done that to your eyes. It's not a compliment. It's really, really offensive. And yeah, I I agree. I don't think, and I know what you're saying is that if someone genuinely did say, no, I I think I genuinely believe I was born a Korean in the wrong body, then you know should we let them go with it? But I don't think it, this 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 is just someone who needs needs help. And a slap. Well, anybody that identifies as a YouTube influencer <laughs> deserves a fucking hard beating. Get down the job centre and get a real job. Which now we won't be able to, because as soon as he walks into the job centre, they'll all think he's taking a foreign a national. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll think he's yellow facing. <laughs> like, well, you can't do that. I, I despair for the world. Uh, I've never had children, never had any desire to have children. And the more I look around at the world and the way it's going, <laughs> we should be progressing. We should be you know, making great strides. And I see for every stride forward, I see sort of this stumble backwards. Yeah. When people take a, a great progressive step and they turn it into their own little attention-seeking, I don't even know what to call it. it, the fact that these people get loads of attention yeah. and media coverage for it, fueling the fire, doesn't help the situation at all. No, because then all this is going to do is it's going to get into the Daily Mail and then the comments are going to go crazy or with, well, this is exactly the same as, and then listing various trans people. And it's not exactly the same as that. But obviously, if you read the Daily Mail... You've then, got problems. Yeah. Or the Daily Express. Don't do that. No. Or the Metro. Or the Metro or Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So, in fact, just don't do anything. My, oh, I, I don't read. No. I'll change my... I don't have pronouns. Just don't refer to me at all. I just... I don't... <laughs> yeah. Nobody talk to me ever again. Please. So on a, a vaguely whimsical note, <laughs> uh, but, but not, how serious is this in Feather Bowers? This is stupid beyond even anything. I did I did see the story early, earlier today, but I didn't actually look at it. So I'm glad you... I'm glad you raised it. Yeah, this this is stupid. As long as it doesn't get out of control and spark some kind of anti-trans movement, which there's a small risk that that could happen. <laughs> uh, let's just let this guy disappear into obscurity and regret the ridiculous surgery <laughs> that he's had. Uh, I'm going to give it one feather bower. I'm going to give it two because I think that this has the potential to be a bit of a snowball effect in future as more and more of these ridiculous freaks come out of the woodwork and, 
you know, decide I'm I'm going to identify as a rabbit or, or mm. just to see how far they can push the publicity envelope. There was a, I think he's a rapper. Anyway, there was some uh, black fella on Twitter the other day and he, he put on this incredibly witty tweet, which was lost on a lot of people, obviously, who took it quite literally. And he said, I am now going to identify as a white woman and anyone who doesn't use my proper pronouns, that's literally violence. And <laughs> Which have me in stitches. I, I want to Zuma or, or, or somebody like that. I don't know who the guy is. I don't follow rap at all. And there was a white fist at the end, a white oh. fist emoji. And it was completely lost on the sea of people on Twitter. But it's just in danger of getting out of hand and mm. nobody turning around and saying, look, enough. Yeah, stop. No, you're not a rabbit. Uh, no, you're not a Korean. <laughs> Entering that I identify as a disabled person, shattering the Paralympic records. But that's the thing which we may cover it and I think and I, this is something somebody who has had surgery to make them disabled. Sure. Tran- transabilism, I think it's called. Transabled. I, I, <laughs> well, you get not, somebody to break know. your legs or shoot you in the spine or something. Yeah, essentially, uh, they've. I don't know whether they had maybe even a, an amputation or something, so that they would be. It could be a, Dear British Medical Council, yeah. I would like this person struck <laughs> off. Yeah, we, we'll maybe look into this in some more detail and discuss it in a. Uh, in a future episode, because I don't feel fully qualified <laughs> at this stage. Although- I'm tempted to bump this up to a three, then. <laughs> if this is a sort of chicanery that people are going to... The route that they're going to go down. <laughs> Unless somebody... But th- I think that's where we're going to, really. Until somebody turns around and says, enough now, no, you are not being recognized. If you want to do that to yourself, that's fine. But we are not recognising yeah. this. This is just ridiculous. Because otherwise you do get people, uh, you know, walking into the workplace, I identify as whatever. The whole of the workplace has to change to accommodate them and dance to that particular, whatever, ridiculous tune. But if nobody's turned around and says, no, that's that's going way beyond, or this is not within the parameters at this company, all of a sudden you can get one person making the entire company dance to their tune. And it's not fair and it's not productive and it's actually... It's not being inclusive. That is just somebody making ridiculous demands on everybody else. And if they don't, then it becomes an HR nightmare. Yeah. And it definitely, it takes away from the trauma of what real people mm, yes. actually actually go through and what real people have had happen to them when you do get an idiot who says, well, you know, if they can change their gender, which really all they're doing is changing how people describe their gender. They're not actually changing anything you know anything Mm. but why can't i change my species and identify as a rabbit well there's a reason for that and the reason is because you're a moron (laughs) like i say there's it's a gray area where, where you sort of say well if they can do that why can't they do that if that's what they truly believe but there has there's got to be a boundary there's just got to be because otherwise and it needs to happen fairly soon otherwise we're going to create a world where people are just going to start saying whatever they like and they have to be that has to be taken by hr as well we can't say that he's now a woman but he's not a sort of korean unless people start addressing this seriously now it's just going to get way out of hand yeah and like you say it is going to take away from people who are genuinely trans yeah 
transgender people, non-binary people, fine, you're identifying with the way that you actually are. People who uh, d- decide that they are no longer the nationality that they were born into or who you you aren't a black person unless you've got black skin. Unless you were born with it, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unless yeah, you were born with black skin. <laughs> so, so you can't, you know, change it. And it, it's not the same as saying, well, you were born with a willy because that's not how it works because it isn't. Well, it's, no, that, that's that's a completely different scenario. But no, it's uh, from now on, I want you to refer to me as Cletus. I was born in <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee. And, uh, you know, I, I, I only drink whiskey. <laughs> Fair enough. So, yes, we'll move on to Screening Queens. And now I have to think of something completely ridiculous for us to watch on this particular side. I might have painted myself into a corner with this one. <laughs> hmm. There is a book, actually, uh, by Franz Kafka. It's called Metamorphosis. And it's about a man who wakes up one morning and he's a giant beetle. Right. Yes. And he doesn't have a choice. He, every, the world has to come to terms with him being a giant beetle. Yeah. And all the concomitant problems that go with it. <laughs> uh, and it's uh, it's quite depressing. His entire life falls apart, of course. But uh, yes, it, it's <laughs> that's the nearest equivalent I can think of <laughs> yeah. to somebody changing their entire physical appearance to be a completely different race. Excellent. I'll check it out. Mm. And on that bizarre note, <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it there. And we'll go and do some research into other... Other strange folks that we can find on the internet. And no doubt we'll be talking about them next week on Nine Bob Note. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Ken. Goodbye. Nine Bob Note featured Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Title music was by Mark Scheiman, and the programme was produced by Maverick Productions. For more information, please visit maverickproductionsuk.blogspot.com or find us on social media.